you like that technical foul call? Why? Warriors Memphis, what a game it was. <laughs> Summed up no better than Mark Jackson with uh, about three and a half minutes left in overtime. And Memphis back up by one. What a ball game. <laughs> what a ball game what indeed. What a ball game. What a fantastic ball game. I uh, really hope everyone's seen it by the time by the time you've started <laughs> listening to this. I don't know. Yeah, don't. Don't turn on a podcast that's titled like play and review <laughs> slash playoff preview if you haven't watched the play in games and you're planning on watching them spoiler free. That's probably a bad idea. <laughs> that's a say. spoiler in the making. <laughs> and, you know, you might not realize that you're listening to the uh, JBG NBA tribute show playoff special coming out to you on a Saturday afternoon or a <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, it's Saturday coming live to you from New York. It's Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, seriously, what a ball game. That was yeah. fantastic watching. Um, crazy. The Yeah, Grizzlies got out to that ridiculous start. Never looked like the Warriors really... Yeah, the Warriors were ahead for like maybe, I don't know, two minutes total game time. Yeah, their biggest lead was two as yeah. well. It was that one point they were ahead and that was it. Yeah, wild. Uh, and yeah, what a ball game. <laughs> Um, <laughs> put that on my tombstone. <laughs> what a ball game he had. Uh, Lucas Petridis, 1997 to 2022. <laughs> what a ball oh game. Oh my God, it's so grim. Um, I don't even, I don't know who to start talking about with that game either. Like everyone on both sides had such outstanding or kind of made a lot of mistakes yeah. type games. Let's start with the turnovers. Warriors turnovers. Oh, atrocious. What, one, one, Toscan, one Toscano Anderson had four. But I swear they all led to Memphis points. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then Steph had what? How many did he have? He had eight, I believe. Eight, yeah. Um, and Draymond had seven. Or the other way around. Um, but still, 15, 15 turnovers from yeah. your two guys. That's fucked. Really bad. And not, yeah, uh, not even like, oh, okay, that was good defensive effort. Just sort of mm. passing it directly into the path of a Memphis player. And, you know, yeah, you have to have good position. You have to be in the right place to force those turnovers. But, yeah, I don't know. Just, I, you're not not the Draymond and Steph that you're used to in games like that. Definitely. Like, who are usually laser-focused. Actually, something I want to start with, just more regularly watching the play-in, dude, do not doubt Steph and Draymond. Like, they are champions. <laughs> they are... They are they, yeah, championship DNA. They embody exactly what that is. They made it to five finals in a row. And, like, <laughs> they had to play a lot of playoff basketball yeah. in those seasons as well. Actually, you should come as no surprise. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not groundbreaking what I'm doing right now. Um, but, yeah, like, the comparison between Steph and Ja in that game where it was like, Steph, uh, you know, I mean, you're watching, like, yeah, he's having a good game. And you're watching Ja and you're like, wow, he's having the first sort of like high pressure situation game of his career yeah and he's absolutely killing it yeah and yeah and they had pretty much identical um, box scores yeah and like identical shooting splits yeah Steph had six more points than yeah <laughs> um, and eventually lost the game yeah and that's just what Steph Curry is you yeah. know 
And another reason they're paying Mark Jackson the big bucks is because Ja Morant made the adjustment by, <laughs> by deciding to hit three-pointers in this game. Such a weird call. Like, you know what? They came up with the strategy. Ja Morant's going to score this game. It was hilarious them showing, like, the plays from the last game against the Warriors and then, like, a play from this game. And it was exactly the same. It's just in one, he hit the three. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't. Yeah, they still that's sagged not, on both. That's not an adjustment. That's just, like... <laughs> Yeah, being better at shooting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, who who else can we talk about? Yeah, I don't know. Dylan Brooks, awesome. Kyle Anderson. Oh, Dylan Brooks, the, the guy. Thanks for the prompt. Oh yeah. So, over at the deep two, they're a bit off this whole uh, Dylan Brooks bandwagon. I'm kind of with it. The whole ESPN panel losing their shit over Dylan Brooks. Um, he had a really good game, <laughs> and you know what? He was. He might not have been a great defender. Like Steph still scored a lot of points, but he was up to the task, mm. and he was really like. He wanted the assignment and the off-ball D, usually that's where Steph shakes his defender to get maybe a dribble. Yeah, like, yeah. shake his defender, get a dribble off uh, Draymond mm. pin down or a step-up screen. <laughs> get a, yeah, a dribble off a Draymond screen and then hit an open three. Tonight, today he was just hitting contested threes. But And it was more like every time Steph got the switch off Brooks, yeah. then it was like an easy shot for Steph. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what that's what they were fighting for all games to get the switch off Brooks. And yeah, like uh, like you're saying, you don't have to then be like, okay, he's one of the most elite defenders in the league. But if the Warriors' like game plan is get Brooks off Steph, yeah. then yeah, he's having a huge impact on that game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Grayson Allen annoyingly had a lot of big threes. Fucking hell, man. He had four? Yeah. Fuck. And he had those two back-to-back ones. Well, they were both... They were in OT, weren't they? They were two in OT. S- swung the game completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I was trying to figure out who I was going for, still in OT, because I was enjoying the game. And I think I realized I was going for both teams, but just so long as Memphis didn't win on the back of Grayson Allen. <laughs> and they kind of... Like, he was so you definitely... Should, you should be upset, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. He was definitely pivotal in their win, which 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 has ruined my day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... I even though they've lost both of these playing games, I have so much more respect for a lot of the role players on the Warriors um, after them. Like, yeah. Jordan Poole was massive, particularly in this massive. game. Like, yeah, like you said, uh, taking Steph's heat check for him. <laughs> Such a great call. <laughs> what was it? Uh, maybe end of the first, when Steph had just hit two threes in a row, and then Jordan Poole's <laughs> taking the heat check and, he and it. bangs it. He absolutely banged it. It was so deep. It was not open either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, uh, Toscano, Toscano Anderson, like, uh, I don't think he had a good game today. Um, I think those turnovers, you know, did swing the game some yeah. way, but I, 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 I love his effort and yeah. um, I want to see how he fits in next season. Um, and Wiggins, uh, if, if he can just be like that kind of solidly all season long, I think he'll be a real asset to the Warriors next season. Yeah. If like, if Clay comes back and Wiggins can keep dropping like a pretty efficient 20 from, uh, you know, nice middies and uh, post-ups and stuff like that, then yeah, I think you'd be really happy with him. Definitely. And obviously like it goes without saying, but I'll say it, the trickle and effect of Clay coming back will be massive because this the team can do exactly what they've been doing, and then you take shots away from you know Michael Mulder, and then give them to Clay Thompson. Take shots maybe a shot a game away from JTA, give it to Clay, um, whoever the take, rel- take Draymond's one three every T game, <laughs> every three games away from him. Yeah, um, yeah, and that, that yeah, that, I, I, great signs for them moving forward. Um, yeah, one Toscano Anderson had two turnovers going 
trying to pass to Jordan Poole where he thought Poole was going to backdoor and then ended up just passing to the defender. Um, and like, yeah, what was it, a two-point game or something? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it was a five-point game, but it, yeah. w- it wouldn't have been, yeah. Yeah, it was two points with a second to yeah, go. exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, really shocked, actually, that Memphis won in the end. Mm. Like, we'll get into it in a second. We're going to do our... I don't know if we said this, but we're going to give our first-round predictions. Um, that's what this whole podcast is about. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm 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 very surprised by Memphis uh, uh, earning the eighth seed. What did you find in the other play-in games, the Lakers Warriors and the other game? The Lakers Warriors, I thought was a great game, uh, but only off the back of some players not playing well for the full forty-eight. Yeah, uh, like I reckon the Warriors defended the Lakers so well for three quarters and then just completely lost it in the last quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Wiggins, Wiggins' D on LeBron, particularly in the first quarter. Yeah. Like, LeBron had a horrible shooting quarter, but he was just putting so much pressure on him and not letting him get any open looks. Not letting him... You know when LeBron gets a bit frustrated, he's like, I'm just going to drive to the basket and, like, I'm going to get past you? Yeah. Like, he wasn't able to do that yeah. in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't know if we're putting that up, if, if we're going to put that to Wiggins or LeBron, you know? Yeah, right. Like, okay. I, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's kind of like a participation award with LeBron because really by the end of that game no, he got to the ring I agree and it's I like he, everyone was more tight at the end of the game yeah um, yeah I, I think I actually think that was a pretty shameful performance by the Lakers yeah. in that first half and they still they still dragged themselves to a win on a fucking ridiculous heave the guy saw three rings apparently <laughs> shut up oh my god what a shit thing to say bro they, uh, far um, out one thing I loved about that game is it was the most non-traditional last minute of like a, you know, a really important game. Like there was no fouling. Uh, mm. There were no timeouts. Like it just played for yeah. the last minute and, you know, they missed their shots. Um, and then, yeah, obviously the Lakers won it um, without steal off Curry um, from the inbound right at the end there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that. I was like, because I remember I saw the score with like, I watched it, um, you know, later in that day and I saw the score with like three minutes to go, which was so fucking annoying. <laughs> but then LeBron hits the last points of the game yeah. with like 60 seconds to play. Yeah. And it's like, cool. So then what happens? It's not <laughs> It's not that traditional, like, you know, you, you they either push the lead out by six points through free throws and, yeah. and getting turnovers off, um, or, or, you know, off the rebound and the fast break. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I I appreciated that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll get more into my Lakers take when we talk about them going against the Suns. Mm. Uh, Spurs, Memphis. Another... G- Man, shout out the West, actually. <laughs> Great. What an awesome play-in they gave us. Yeah. Um, Spurs, Memphis. I really was... Um, Man, maybe I'm a hater. I swear I started the season with the, with the Grizzlies as like my second team, but I actually just had Utah slash versus GSW in my notes like two days ago <laughs> when I was doing my playoff picks because um, I just didn't count them in, in this game at all. Mm, yeah. And yeah, they had a great game against the Spurs. It almost looked like they were trying to give it away in points in that last quarter. Uh, poetically, Gorgi Jang was hitting some massive shots and making massive defensive plays against his former team, the Grizzlies, for the Spurs. And just the way the Spurs were finishing that game, I thought like, okay, this is a team that's looking to win the game, whereas the Grizzlies are looking to not lose the game, mm. and they ended up not losing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think I have it, and maybe lots of other people have it in their head that 
the Grizz aren't like a very mature team. Mm. Um, but like in both of these games, they've shown such maturity. Man, shout out Jar actually. Like in your sophomore year as an NBA player, being he really looked like a leader today. Yeah. He really looked like the most level-headed. Um, and I mean, you know, he didn't have the most efficient game. He missed some easy layups <clears throat> for sure. But I feel like they were really going to him when it Definitely. when it mattered. Um, I think that's super impressive in your second season, especially especially in the West where, fuck, the two teams they played, like the Spurs, who whoever is on their roster are going to be so, like, headstrong yeah. and well-coached because of Pop and, like, you know, the vets have been there forever. Yeah. And then the Warriors. like Yeah, true. <laughs> those, Good point. Those are, like, super-seasoned teams. I, yeah, I think um, I think they were saying that to Ja in the, in the post-game interview. Like, how do you... How do, how do you, like, stay on top of yourself when you're going up against these, like, way more experienced teams than you? And, yeah, and they just manage it. I think it's totally... I think he's totally at the core of that. Definitely. Through two seasons, you have to say Jar's been more accomplished than Zion. Yeah. And that's a great company. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not saying he's better, but he's definitely done more. Oh, 100%. And I do think... Yeah, I mean, let's we'll not, we won't go into this too much, but, like, the Memphis roster's obviously a lot better, but... Ja has been much more of a leader in Memphis yeah. than Zion has been so far. I mean, Zion's had a season and a bit yeah, to yeah. do it. Um, Ja's had, what, 20 more games? Yeah. 40 more games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, like the actual level of play, you would not make the argument that Ja's, you know, you'd, it would be hard to say that Ja's played be- better than Zion. But yeah, in terms of like uh, creating wins for the team and yeah. stuff like that, for does sure. Does it translate to winning? Exactly. And it does. They made the fucking playoffs. Yeah. Like, incredible. Yeah. Um, other notes on the the bloody jar fucking. No. I was looking for Memphis Grizzlies and I just started saying the I was jar gonna, fuckers. I was gonna say jar Grizzlies, <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies. In terms of that composure, like th- th- through the first three and a half quarters, every time the Warriors started to chip back maybe to six points, they would find a way to bring it back to ten points or twelve points or something. Now, obviously, Steph and Draymond and. Steve Kerr, like, they found a way to, down the end of that game, get Steph, they knew they were going to double Steph, get Steph real wide, space the floor out, get Tremond the ball, like, between the free throw line and the top of the three point, and the top of the key, top of the three point line, and just, it was just, like, a layup every single time, and the Warriors are going to do that, especially against the numb. Uh, a team with less experience, they're going to find a way to make a run deep in a high volt, uh, high leverage game. And then, yeah, they, they ended up fucking banging, you know, on the back of Grayson Allen. I hate to say it. And <laughs> Xavier Tillman, who had massive yeah, minutes. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, ended up making the playoffs. Good on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, last thing on that is, I think, the, where a lot of teams have fallen to the Warriors this season is they get on that little run where Steph gets 10 points in you know three plays mm. um and then they sort of crumble but like you said they just crawled they just clawed their way back to 12 points up yeah like three or four times throughout that game yeah shout out <laughs> all right should we go to our first round predictions for the west now yeah i'm just gonna take a piss oh my god i was i was gonna <laughs> as well <laughs> no oh, you whispered that I tried to open a um, a no dramas on <laughs> on air <laughs> on the Jamie Jamie and it, and it didn't really work for me. Sorry, I've just got a little a little bit more beyond murdery. <laughs> Marco brought over brought over a baguette. <laughs> brought over Rudy Gobert. <laughs> just just to change it up. 
Oh, there we go. I hope that comes across well. There we go. Um, uh, vibe check, I guess. Beautiful day in Melbourne. Lo- Unbelievable. Like, so sunny, 19 degrees out. Walking past Preston City Oval, all I wanted to do is have a bloody pun of the Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you felt the same, Lucas. Yeah, I texted you like five minutes before that saying we should have a kid yeah, after Yeah, no, it was an original thought. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, we've had a couple of Carlton drives, which are going down. No dramas. No dramas. <laughs> uh, all right. Utah, Memphis. Uh, yeah. I mean, Utah are going to win that series pretty, pretty cleanly, I think. Um, I don't know if it's the recency of, you know, 20 minutes ago seeing Memphis win a game, but I do think they'll win one against Utah. Um, I do think they, uh, I don't want to say it, but like they have the grit to sort of, you know, grind one out. Maybe take advantage of some bad shooting the thing i noticed right is even though memphis defended the warriors very well they still like the warriors still took the same amount of three-point shots as memphis did and like a lot of them were wide open yeah they just missed them uh yeah the jazz won't do that yeah the jazz will hit so many three-pointers um yeah. if, you, if you let them take them and yeah i think that i think yeah i think it could almost just come down to that in every every game is like the the jazz is so much better organized offensively their D is great as well um, and and yeah and they're, they're a bunch of sharpshooters the Grizzlies defensively matched up well against the Warriors because they just put their defender Brooks on Curry yeah. and then the rest the other the rest of the players just sorted themselves out there's no one player to stop on Utah um, and I haven't really loved the Grizzlies defensively uh, as a unit for the season and like the thing about Utah is, you know, where do you put the, um, who do you give the credit to? Because every shot, every player is a threat. Every play call is good. You just give the credit to the whole thing, the whole system. And I just think their entire system offensively is going to honestly crush Memphis. Yeah. Like I've got Utah in four. I've doubted Memphis in the first playing game, the second playing game. If you think I'm changing my now, mind now, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I got jazz sleeping. Them. Yeah. I think it's that thing. It's like, oh, fuck, man. Like, it, it was so often in uh, that Warriors game, it's like, you know, you get the Brooks to uh, Jar switch and, like, it's an easy shot. Imagine, yeah, if you have Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley and then maybe Jordan Clarkson out there and any one of them gets switched on to Jar Yeah. <laughs> like, they're all going to either be able to breeze past him or, yeah. like, you know, uh, step back into a three. Yeah. Um, like, even in a one-on-one situation, which... Utah doesn't need to do because they, yeah. they create such good opportunities for um, for their teammates in, um, in the system. Yeah, uh, yeah. I still, uh, um, unless I think the matchup is completely dog shit, I'll always say Utah in five. Yeah, right. Um, oh, actually, also, I reckon Gobert will eat Valanciunas up. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I don't think there are a whole lot of centers who offensively he would eat up. I think Valanciunas is one of them. Oh, you're saying it would go barrel score. <laughs> yeah. I guess there is no reason for him not to. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Like, um, I think they'll just go go to him because it'll be an easy bucket. Yeah, <laughs> like- true. And actually, I feel like the Warriors didn't do much picking and pick and rolling. Uh, but whenever they got Valanciunas going back, I, there's one I remember vividly, Wiggins on the left block. He got around the screen and then he just had Gobert exactly where he wanted him. And he just kept like shimmying as Gobert... Um, Jonas? Yeah. <laughs> Valanciunas kept like backpedaling as uh, Wiggins was shimmying and he just kept shimmying and shimmying and got to the block. And it was such an easy floater. And yeah, I'm not not to say that the Jazz really spam pick and rolls. They have a really, yeah, as we've said, just a quite broad approach to offense. Um, 
and yeah, I think a lot of defensive breakdowns will come as a uh, as a result of Mr. Valanciunas. Yeah, big time, big time. Memphis, nope. Lale, <laughs> Lale versus Phoenix. Um, wow, what did I actually write down for this? I'll tell you what I wrote down. Um, yeah, actually, you go. <laughs> so to go back to what I was saying before about the playing game against the Warriors, AD is too delicate and unreliable, and he's too passive. Um, he needs too much around him, um, like, in terms of playmaking. Like, dude, you're 28 now. It, potential is out of the question. This is who you are as a basketball player. You should, without question, you should be a top five player in the league, and that's not me discrediting, you know, other top five players like KD, LeBron, Doncic, whoever you want to put in the top five. That's how good you are. You should be in the top five without question, but I would say you're a top 15 player. Like, with your talent and the way you approach the game, there's just there's there's not much overlap, and you're a mismatch to every single player. Bigs can't keep up with you. Guards can't reach your shot. So just take the game on more. Um, and why does it take you until being six points down in a playing game to go to the five, to finally play center? That isn't sacrifice. That's worst comes to worst. I guess I'll play center. I hate that. I, I really hope that Vogel like looks at that game and doesn't go like, all right, that was an exception and keep playing heavy like other center minutes. I think yeah. you should go, that's how we win basketball games against tough teams. Yeah. Like, yeah. And hey, it's the playoffs. They're all going to be pretty tough. <laughs> you're the seventh seed. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You're not going to have an easy route where, you know, you can get away with... Uh, you can get away with Drummond playing 20 minutes and yeah. going 15 and 10 or something like that. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? A year later, the four players I really trust out there are LeBron, KCP, Caruso, and Davis. Mm. Like those four who were on the team last year, I guess you put the other player is context dependent. Like whether that be Schroeder and you play AD at the five or Gasol. I don't know why he didn't play against the Warriors, but. Yeah, Gasol, Drummond, Harrell, which, whichever of the centers you want to go with, or Matthews, dare I say Kuzma. I don't dare, so not Kuzma. But, like, yeah, it's still those four players that I trusted from last year's playoff run that I trust in this year's playoff run. It's weird. Like, uh, you felt like the Lakers roster undoubtedly got better yeah, over yeah. free agency and, um, you know, through trades. But, like, I'm not sure that it did. Yeah. <laughs> like... I don't know. I'd kind of be just as happy with Rondo as I would be with Schroeder in the playoffs. Oh, massively. Like, yeah. um, and uh, there was no doubt that like this year's center rotation um, was better during the season than last year's center rotation. Yeah. Man, Dwight was so... He was so useful. In, he was so useful in the playoffs yeah. in a way that I don't think Harrell has particularly proven himself to be. Like, I think Harrell needs to go into the playoffs and Drummond need to go into the playoffs thinking of themselves... Not just as energy players, but as six fouls. Yeah. Like, cause chaos. Mm. Every time you're out there, you have another two centers, not including AD. You have, if you're Harrell, you have Drummond and Gasol, who can both go out there. So, just be the most chaotic player you can possibly be on either end. Yeah, and that's what that's what Dwight did. Like, he didn't go out and, you know, put up numbers or anything like that. He went yeah. out and was a fucking body on the floor and, yeah. like, a body in the paint. Yeah. And... Yeah, that's so important. Especially when you're playing AD at the four. Like, yeah. You need someone who's going to go out there and put their fucking body yeah, on the line. Yeah, do the dirty work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of Mr. Boffman man, Dante Boffer, how are you? Uh, he said that he reckons his beloved Phoenix Suns are going to get swept. Lakers in four. I initially had Lakers in six, but 
I'm going to meet him in the middle. I'm going Lakers in five. <laughs> um, I have Lakers in six. I do think what uh, Mr. Boffer, shout out, uh, said was very interesting. He said he, he thought that, uh, you know, with the Suns' only real, like, interior defensive threat being Aiden, that they were going to get completely eaten up by the other by the Lakers' bigs. Mm. I'm not sure about that. Neither. That's not how the Warriors lost that game. Yeah. For example, right? Like, yeah. Who do they have? Kevon Looney. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the only big player on their team, basically. Yeah, exactly. Six nine as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like they just found a way to make Drummond look even stupider than he usually looks. I don't know what. I don't know where Harrell was in that game. Yeah. Like, he he completely disappeared, yeah. I thought. And yeah, and AD was completely useless until he decided to turn it on in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, I don't think that will be where the Suns lose the game. Um, the, the other thing is this... I think this is Chris Paul and LeBron's first um, meeting in the playoffs. Yeah. So, the I feel like most of the time... Yeah, Paul's was in the... LeBron was in the East for most of the time. With the Paul Paul's always been in the West, but LeBron spent most of his career in the East. Yeah, while he did, his hairline yeah. went north and his mum went. <laughs> uh, Come on, surely he's in your fi- surely he's in your closing five. <laughs> Delonte West. Carl oh, Carl Kuzma. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah, their first meeting. That actually is kind of crazy, even still. Uh, but yeah, Lakers in five. Oh yeah. yeah, and it might seem like an overreaction what we're saying about the centers, but. The Warriors, like, all season long, everyone was talking about their weakness was at the five. So, if you can't capitalize on that, yeah. I think that's a pretty that's a pretty good pretty good example of what they're like. How are you going to capitalize on a team that actually has a really good five? Yeah. You know, like, I get, yeah, I get that. That's what Don, uh, Dante, Dante was saying. <laughs> Is that, yeah, if Aiton gets in foul trouble, then they're just going to eat up um, the paint. But, yeah, I, I don't buy it. Uh, I... Mm. I, I think six. I think Chris. I think Chris Paul can four uh, D chess his way to two wins. In oh, that okay. Game. Yeah, yeah. Because my initial thought was the Lakers aren't ready. They still have to find their game feet. They'll win one of the games they play poorly. But yeah, I think the Phoenix still have pro like pros yeah, on their team, exactly. and uh, that they would capitalize and Chris Paul would run a team that would capitalize on a team that's playing bad, that's playing poorly against them. But I, I'm seeing where Dante's coming from. As as someone that's followed Phoenix for however long he's followed them, yeah. I can see why he'd say that he thinks they're going to get swept. But you'll get a game. Yeah. Uh, quick, I guess, postscript to that. I feel really bad for Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the season? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's been said to death. But yeah, finishing second in the West and getting the Lakers in the first round, it's just not fair. <laughs> it just really isn't fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> Den slash poor. Um, yeah, I think I think the Nuggets are gonna eat this one up. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nuggets in five. I I don't I don't really have much to comment. I think just there's gonna be no answer for Jokic at all. Fair. Um, and I think the Nuggets are organized enough to, um, you know, just limit Portland enough in. You know, you know, in those Portland games where they just score and they score and they score and they score and they score. And they score. Yeah. I think I think they'll be organized organized enough to stop that from happening in four games. Oh, true. Yeah. How do you like Faku at the one versus Dame Dollar or CJ? Um. Yeah, I think I I think he's I think he's a good matchup. Like I think I think he's a really good on ball defender. Like yeah. Um. And I mean, again, like Dame in particular isn't 
he's he's not the sort of player you lock up or whatever, but you can make you can make life difficult for him. Yeah. Especially over a seven game series. Yeah. He'll have the logo game, I reckon. <laughs> oh yeah. He'll yeah. Have a- yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> See, you you're not looking forward to this, but I actually think this is gonna go seven games. Really? Yeah, I reckon Denver in seven. Um I just think that uh I just I don't see Denver as a real like put their foot on your throat type team right, okay. that'll just that'll kill you if you're if you're down. I think that they're maybe the funnest team to watch right now, and I actually think this matchup is weirdly good in the sense that you got your two wings for both teams, Covington and Derek Jones Jr. Mm, and okay. Gordon and Michael Porter yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah, they might not be the like. Okay, let's put MPG above those other three guys in terms of he can score but the, the as those four like size wise um and just kind of the way they play like you got jones and gordon as good cutters and then roko's supposed to be a three and d player uh i think that's like going to be a weirdly fun two matchups to follow Jokic will feast like you're not going to stop him with Nurkic especially uh and then the backcourt it gets a, that's that's yeah the backcourt is won by Portland obviously the center is not even a contest it'll be Jokic and then yeah that's the that's like kind of the pivotal matchup and I think games will go either way yeah according to those wings I get what you're saying but I almost think that their sort of opposing skill sets will make those wings less interesting to watch yeah like uh, I think what like Roko if he plays well might be able to really limit Michael Porter Jr. and then I don't know there's not there's not much offensive excitement with uh, Derek Jones Jr. and Aaron Gordon it's true <laughs> but they'll be there for those like backdoor cuts yeah, and yeah, lobs yeah, yeah. and finishing lobs yeah true ah, that's a good point yeah it could be it could be a real highlights game and then when you watch the full thing you're like ah, it's just it's just Jokic slowly <laughs> backing down to a, to a long two like. yeah um, and I think it was their series a couple years ago that went four games uh, and like that game six or something where it went to three or four overtimes and then they won the game on the back of um, a Portland player asking to get subbed out, Rodney Hood coming in and just changing the whole complexion of the game. Now, Rodney's not playing in this game. <laughs> or is he? No, what? no. he um, He's had a really bad year, hasn't he? Yeah. But um, is he still at Portland? Did he have... A, I think he had a really bad year at Portland. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> um I think this will be an interesting. No, series. no, no, no. He was. Oh, and then he was. Um, then he was part of the uh, trade to the Raptors. The that's right. The yeah. Norman Powell trade. Yeah. Norman yeah. Powell. Yeah. Turn turn CJ into three J. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to explain that if you don't understand. It. It's not that interesting. <laughs> it's not that interesting if you don't understand. Um, yeah, Denver in seven. Yeah. Okay. Denver in five. All right. Lack versus Dell. <sighs> hmm. What do, what do I, what do I actually have written down? This is a this is a rematch from last year. Yeah. That's, is this how? Oh no, we got we got two rematches from last year. Um, I don't think enough has changed with either of these teams from last year, except Doncic has. I think I think Doncic has gotten better. Yeah. I think he's a better player. I don't think that's super controversial to say. And I think the Clippers have just gotten safer. Good. That's such a good word to use to describe them. Yeah. Like, I think all of their strengths mm. and systems and stuff are the same, but you're just... They're a bit more surefire than they were last season. Yeah. And you don't see them falling apart. Um, 
So yeah, I got the Cl- I got the Clippers in five. That's a good point, man. <laughs> um, and oh wow, wow, I've got written down Clippers in seven, but it's I don't I wouldn't see one game, one of these games being close. <laughs> like I just think that in three of the games, I think in seven in all seven games the Clippers play well. In three of the games, the Mavs role players hit their threes. Yeah. Okay. And they, they win on just like, yeah, um, Dorian, Finney-Smith, whoever else, whoever else is spacing the floor for them, <laughs> Maxi Kleber, yeah, yeah. whatever, whoever's, whoever's yeah. playing with them, I, they just they just hit their threes in three of these games. Doncic is outstanding in all of them. Porzingis doesn't do anywhere near enough. Um, I, and the Clippers win in seven. It, like, it's funny with Porzingis, like... Um, because he was at, obviously he was out in the series last year, mm. um, and I just don't see him having an impact on this series yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, unless he sort of turns on some tap that he hasn't had turned on in this last half of the season. Then yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just like they delegate him. They don't know what's it. They they just turn him into his floor spacer, but it's like, bro, you're seven three. <laughs> And you're in control of your body. Like, you know how many 6'10 and above players are in control of their body? Like, what? Embiid, Adams, Davis, you, Giannis. How many more? However, who else? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you have a a higher release than Manute Bowl. Like, (laughs) you should be an unstoppable offensive threat. And yeah, 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 like you said, floor spacer. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, that reminds me... The Nuggets have bowl bowl, so I'm going Denver in four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds you. <laughs> um, yeah, but again, like I don't think I don't think enough has changed from last year with either of these teams to really for it to be a different series. If that makes sense, yeah, like, yeah. I think um, safe is a, a great word to use because you even saw like. Yeah, the Clippers have made less headlines this year, and they've they yeah they're the four seed in the in the West. But I just think their yeah their play hasn't really changed. They've just become more like okay, we talked out, we ran our mouth last year, and we won one playoff series. Let's just you know just grind out this season, work hard, and make the playoffs, and let's let the game yeah let's let our performances do the talking. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. So um, I might I might actually shave off a game. I'll go I'll go um. I'll go Clippers in six. Okay, great. Um, yeah, on that sort of, uh, you know, having a quiet season note, I think obviously part of that comes down to like this, you know, both of their all-stars just having these completely like eight out of 10 seasons. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's great. That's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly what they should do. But then also like their, ah, this is what almost annoys me with part of the Clippers discourse and I'm probably a part of it, you know, as a, as a major member of the uh, basketball media. Um, is that <laughs> your mind was completely somewhere else? Oh yeah, no, sorry, I just got eight texts. I, I got eight texts. Um, is it like even? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually sorry. <laughs> like we're recording the podcast right now, and regardless of what happens, I will respond later. <laughs> so I may as well just check later. Wow. That's great. Great way to break the tension. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like even their their role players having really solid seasons. Like if their role players have bad seasons, everyone's like, oh, the Clippers, man. Like they don't know how to organize their list. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But yeah, like Reggie Jackson just being this like awesome secondary tertiary playmaker and hitting over 40% from three. Yeah, true. No, nobody's talking about that. Actually, no but, one is talking about like, that. That's the first I heard of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, that's so important. If you want to, like, if you want to win a ring, you need 
you know, you need like a fourth or fifth option who yeah. is a pretty good playmaker and can hit 40% from three. As Jack says, it's all about the others. I'll tell Hakeem that right now. You want him that championship, Kenny. <laughs> oh, great. Damn, um, that's the West. We banged that out. The West! Um, before we move on to the East, a little Winbar or NBAW check-in. Yep. Um, we played a, the Storm and the Aces played again this week. Uh, Aces won the second the, the second game. Couple things, Stewie, Brianna Stewart. I don't like the way she rolls to the ring. Really? Yeah, I feel yeah. like she. I don't think she needs the space, mm. but she never makes the the ball handler's defender redundant with her roll. Right. Like instead of rolling into them or like you know pulling a Liz Cambage and just bootying them as they try and get around her and just flattening them. Um, she kind of turns to the ring and it's still a two on one. And like I said, she doesn't need the space. She's fucking unbelievable at scoring. Uh, I still don't like that. I, but I, I don't think I like that. Don't like that just cause it's her. For, sorry. Just from her. I don't see any of the bigs doing that Dupree or, um, Mag Bigor either. Um, and she never boxes out. Yeah, <laughs> really? I've noticed yeah, she never right. boxes out. And especially if you're playing against the Aces, dude, Liz Cambage will get the rebound if you box her out. Like, yeah, you're playing against Liz Cambage. If the shot goes up, one person's job is to box her out. It's not that person's job to get the rebound. Yeah, 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 yeah. It has to be a full team effort, which is actually what the, with the game today, uh, trying to keep Valentunas off the glass. Mm. There were, yeah, there was the player that boxed him out. And then maybe another player would come to just like disrupt him or slap his arm or something. And then someone else would get the yeah, rebound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the Warriors were playing that small lineup, like it, it wasn't like, all right, we'll just hope that Toscano Anderson can tower over Valanciunas <laughs> and get the rebound. It's like, no, someone has to box him out. And then, yeah, someone else has to actually grab it. Um, yeah, yeah. And with Cambage, like it's a game of percentages. Like if you're boxing her out, she's 10% less likely to get the rebound. <laughs> yeah. Like she's still 80%. Yeah. But, um, you know, otherwise she's just going to eat them up all, all day long. Um, the, thing I, the thing I like about the Storm from those two games is like the Aces have gone out to like big leads in both of them. Obviously much bigger uh, in, the fir- in the second game. And they've just clawed their way back into the game like really methodically. Um, and, you know, just by like getting good looks... Yeah, when like I mean, a team like the Aces could just completely roll over you because they're full of they're full of like s- scoring superstars, um, mm. and yeah, like the bigs can just completely uh, dominate you. But yeah, I've I've appreciated how the Storm sort of managed to stay in those games. Obviously, win the first one. Um, what else have I got to say, man? The two the two guards for the Aces, <laughs> Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, guns, yeah, incredible players, yeah. both of them. <laughs> like, um, yeah, they really. They were really undefendable for the moments in that game. Like, um, that step back that Plum got was incredible. And some of Gray's passes were just absolutely out of this world. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, she had like four passes. Like, they, those would be like four of the best passes in an entire team's, in an entire NBA player's season. You know, <laughs> you know like the, around the back ones and those little like fake and then, uh, yeah. So... I think, it, yeah, in the first game, I was like, damn, our bigs are, like, really unstoppable. In that game, I was like, yeah, it's those two guards who are, I think, um, will be the difference makers. I can tell you from the losing side, it's all Cambage and <laughs> Aja Wilson. <laughs> no, sorry, it's not all Cambage or Aja yeah. Wilson. Plum and Gray are great players, 
and they capitalize on the the um on what Camba Arjun, Asia Wilson create. Yeah. And you know, not every player does that. Like yeah. not every basketball player does that. Stormer two and one to start the season, and the thing you said before, I've never trusted one of the teams I follow to. <laughs> come back from a lead yeah 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 both of the wins were comebacks and then that loss they did they they must have cut the lead back to that like down to like four yeah but i swear in the first six minutes the aces went up by 15 or something we're up almost 20 by you know the quarter yeah yeah nuts um and another thing i'm a bit worried about with the storm is like this this i i love like so many of the players are great scorers but it, it kind of devolves into um this, like, give Jewel Lloyd the ball mm. and let her create a shot. Mm. But it's like, wh- why? Like, there's so many great players on the court right now. Sue Bird's not getting enough shots. I oh, no, I no way, no way. Um, And even, yeah, Stewart, I feel like, doesn't get enough touches. Mm. Uh, hopefully, that changes throughout the season. And I don't know if I said this before, but I obviously, the Storm and the Aces played against each other in the finals last year. Storm one, shout out. But I don't like them this year, especially when Cambage is off her minutes restriction because mm. she's on minutes and she's still dominating yeah. the game. Yeah. 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 And like, yeah, it was Lloyd that she just... Yeah. She... <laughs> oh, if it, no one's seen this, I don't think it was either the first or the second quarter. Jewel Lloyd was cutting through the key. Cambage just maybe moved her ass maybe 10 centimeters, not fast at all, flattened Jewel Lloyd. <laughs> like, that, that's a good foul to, to just... She's hit the ground with a deafening thud. Yeah. Um, no, and effort, no effort on Lizzie's end. Exactly. <laughs> and that's like one of one of Seattle's biggest creators. Yeah. Yeah. yeah great foul. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Um, any other NBAW chat or um, shall, shall we delve into the East? No, I was going to watch a couple of games yesterday, but then I ended up not. My bad. Hey, you're busy, man. <laughs> you got university. You got bills to pay. <laughs> I don't have bills to pay. I've quit uni. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, let's move on to the East. Um, shall we talk about the plane a little bit first? I mean, complete opposite of the West. Most uncompetitive plane <laughs> I've ever seen. If you're the Celtics, if you're a Celtics fan, you should be offended by that playing game. The Wizards, that was that was offensive. The way that the Wizards played that game didn't prepare the Celtics for whoever they were going to come <laughs> up against. It is, it's going to be the um, Nets. But whoever it was, even the Knicks, I'm just calling him out because I'd probably say they're the f- fourth best team in the top four. <laughs> but uh, yeah, th- that was no way to prepare for a playoff series. Like Jason Tatum maybe got the most inviting 50 points of all time. That maybe I would I would say 30 of those. Oh no, he had a lot of free throws. Let's say 20 of those points were gifted to him. Mm. Credit to him to hitting them. I don't, and I, it's, it's not that I'm trying to take credit away from the Celtics because they had a great game and they did put us in situations where defensively we were just trash, but like play Bonga, mm. play him, start him. It's, What's the point it's of having- absolute, It's just fucking confounding. Like, uh, I think, you know, we've talked about, uh, I guess we talked about last week how we thought Brad Stevens could give, even though we both picked the Wiz, that Brad Stevens yeah. could give the Wiz a bit of an ed, sorry, give Boston a bit of uh, the edge in this series. And yeah, that's exactly it. Like, if the Wizards are playing bad, he's going to capitalize on that. Like he's going to get the team to capitalize on it, and Jason Tatum's going to capitalize on it. And yeah, he did exactly. Yeah, that. exactly what we exactly what 
the worry that we both had was yeah. happened, but neither of us foresaw yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we said that. If Tatum has a huge game, possible, but we still we'll said win it. <laughs> we still said it. We still said it. But, yeah, and fuck, man. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's everything we said, despite picking the Wiz. That Scott Brooks <laughs> is a fucking idiot, dude. I'll take the job. <laughs> Like, get me the trainers. You guys take care of the conditioning Man, and strength and conditioning. You can do the same thing. You just need to play bongo for like 15 more minutes a game. I honestly think I'll just be like, okay, whatever you guys ran last season, keep running it. I'm not really that smart with running plays, but I'll do the subs. I'm going to go have a cigarette. <laughs> hey, can we hold for a sec? <laughs> I have to piss. I have to piss. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think it. it's a bit... I don't want to say unfair, but like... You also had one of your worst games offensively in like the last 30 games. True, true. Like uh, you were like, oh, I reckon Beal's going to be efficient. And he wasn't. No, not at all. <laughs> like he still he still ended with however, how many points he ended on? I think his shooting was 10 of 25, but I yeah. can't remember what he what he yeah. finished on with points. 10 of 25. I mean, yeah, it's, it's bad, but it's not the most atrocious efficiency. Yeah. But it didn't look good. Like watching yeah. you play, you were like, why are you taking that shot? Why aren't you hitting that open shot? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and just Russ really... From the first quarter, I was like, wow, Russ is also not going to have an efficient game. And he yeah. didn't really pick it up by the end of it. Um, yeah. yeah that w- but you're so right. Like, it was a track meet for Boston, but they're just not going to be prepared for the Nets in the slightest. Not at all. <laughs> uh, complete or stark contrast to the game against the Pacers. Wizards came out so ready, like so ready to play. Um, Westbrook loves that matchup apparently against the Pacers I think it might have been Shaq that said he doesn't respect them I think that's true I think that's like one of the few times that like that like you know I don't I don't like all of that chat that's like he doesn't respect these players oh they want it more like these like emotional narratives that get put onto like individual player performances but that's kind of what it looked like with Westbrook out there he couldn't care less about who was defending him he would just keep dropping his shoulder there were there were a thousand charges to take in that game and I think they took two against Westbrook yeah 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 um I mean I'm gonna say it without uh without Miles Turner Without Karis Levert, I don't respect the paces. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I look at that lineup and I'm not very afraid of it. Like, which is, yeah, um, them blowing out Charlotte like that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. They're missing so many of their key players. True. <laughs> and they just completely walked all over yeah. them. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think this will be good for the Wizards, even though, I don't know, their season is over, <laughs> like, functionally. But I think it I think it was good to have that wake-up call and then to turn it around in the next game. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I th- I think, like, the Boston was like, wow, okay, you can't lose focus. Because a huge part of it had to be that. They've been playing such good basketball. And really, uh, yeah, on the strength of their form, they should have been able to at least make that game close. Yeah. They just look so unfocused and untidy. And then, yeah, as you said, the complete opposite against the Pacers. Yeah, that Pacers-Hornets uh, game was dreadful like that was really bad. So bad i can't believe how many just open layups on cuts the paces got like it always seemed to somehow they put Devonte graham in the help position and it's like all right well whoever's cutting on him they're gonna score a layup and there was just no adjustment made and it was so lethargic and it's like i had such hopes for the um for the hornets going into the play-in i thought they were gonna like i said they're the they're made for the play-in they just play off emotion playing this high leverage moment Still thought they were going to lose, but like, I don't know, man, like come out with more than that. You're going to lose. Go out, like go out fighting. Shout out to, um, my colleague and friend, Jack 
sometimes listens to these pods. Uh, <laughs> he started following the Hornets, I think, five days before the season restart last year and they found out they weren't in the bubble. True. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a good strategy because then you watch you watch the bubble with no horse in the race. Yeah. You kind of learn a bit more about the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope he did that. <laughs> um, and then, you know, two, three weeks ago, he's like, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. We're in the fifth seed. And, True. and, then, he te- and then he texted me the other day being like, so there's a 2.5% chance we get the, we get the first pick of the draft. <laughs> like shout out man that's what being a hornets fan is going to be like probably um all right well what's the oh philly (laughs) i've got in here written philly versus bum (laughs) and before i even made my before i saw the the start of the as before tip off for the wizards paces game philly in four like none of neither of these teams are going to give them give them any sort of trouble yeah um, I said Philly in five, but I don't think I believe it. <laughs> I think, man, I want to see the Gafford and Bede matchup. I, I, I don't know, but I think his skill set could be a good matchup for Embiid. Yeah. But again, Embiid is such a dynamic player. Yeah. It's hard to know without seeing it. I'm going to chuck Gafford in that 6'10 and above thing of like plays in control of their body. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Nice. Man. Daniel uh, Gafford, second shout out, second season, and he already looks like such an elite like role playing center. I'm like, so grateful to have him on my team. I'm um, so what wherever he where whoever he plays for, wherever he ends up, whatever. I I pray to God. I'm not religious, but I pray to God that he is a wizard. But um, whatever it happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow his career for yeah, sure. Yeah, I've just 100%. been like he's been here for like 20 games, and he's just immediately gotten me. He's he's so captivating. Mm. Yeah, you just, you want to watch him. Yeah, hundred percent. I hope I hope he can have an impact on that Philly series. I don't think any other. I don't think on any other part of the court the Sixers are going to really be worried. Um, yeah, like I don't e- I don't even think it could be like a Beal forty point game or a Russ like phenomenal triple double yeah. type situation to win them one. Like I think the Sixers are too good and well, too like, well organized. What happened when Beal dropped sixty? Yeah. The game was over. Yeah. There was no there was no there was no there was no chance of a win. Yeah. 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 The Great one point. the one game we should have definitely won on like oh, we beat the Nets. Um but the one game we should have won against like a massive team. Mm. The guy dropped sixty and we lost, you know? <laughs> um I, I don't know. I'm I, I, I will watch a lot of this series though. Oh yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> there's a shock. <laughs> but but yeah, I, <laughs> dumb fuck. I want I want to I want to see Philly in full attack mode, and I, well, I just want to see what Scott Brooks thinks will win in one of these games. <laughs> oh my god, is that, oh, this is, is, that be... is that really mean? <laughs> no man, no. Oh. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I see. I yeah, man. I I get exactly what you mean. Like, what, what is he gonna think? What's his? Oh, this is the solution. <laughs> like, what's it gonna be? What's he like? Stop what? playing Alex Len. Yeah. Fuck's sake, dude. Yeah. Just make the center rotation. Um, twenty minutes of Gafford, twenty eight minutes of Robin Lopez. Just make it that. That's so fine. Yeah, That's especially so against fine. Embiid. You don't want just anything that will slow him down, even the slightest. Drop him from thirty points to twenty four. Just do that decision. Yeah. Yeah, because that's all you can do again. Yeah, unless you're Stephen Adams, that's all you can do. Again. <laughs> yeah, 
All right, well, all right, let's move on from that series. Yeah, so we both got... Oh, no, you got... I got him, I got him in five, but I think in four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brooklyn, Boston. Yeah, I got Brooklyn in four. Yeah, same. <laughs> What's there to talk about? Uh, <laughs> literally. Brooklyn had the best... Like, one of the most fun walkover games of the season in the last game of the regular season uh, against Cleveland. Um, that fucking... You know, the play that nobody can stop talking about. <laughs> I feel like that was the perfect punk mark to be like, yeah, nobody is going to give them trouble yeah. unless they're a contender. God, they were just <laughs> just toying with them in that play. Like, just toying with them. It, it, was, ups- it was upsetting how good it was. <laughs> and it was, I don't know, like, there were villains in that play as well. It's like, <laughs> wouldn't dunk for two years, Blake Griffin. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Incense curry, <laughs> bloody snake KD. Mike James, great guy. Love, love Mike James. Uh, he was in Trick Marco, you know. Really? Yeah. And now he's, now he's, he's in back league. in the now league. He's get a ring. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. I remember because I did I did Mike James one week and then Mike James the next week and I said this one's the black Mike James, this one's the white Mike James. <laughs> but yeah, shout out, shout out because he's such a baller. Yeah, he's awesome and. Man, it's it's really crazy how well the Nets have done with picking their role players this season. Like Definitely. picking underrated, undervalued players and getting the absolute most most out of them. Yeah, they shouldn't have needed to do that. They have three of the ten best players in the league. Yeah. Um, fucking, I'm I'm rating Kyrie a lot higher than I was at the beginning of this year. Yeah, fifty, forty, ninety for a point guard on uh twenty six, twenty seven points a game or whatever. Incredible, unbelievable on a team with. Well, but I mean, that could be part of it. Is he's definitely, yeah, oh, yeah, he's, he's definitely better looks, but yeah, yeah like s- really stood out, played by far the most games of uh, any of the any of the big three on that team, or as KD calls them, the Big Fifteen. <laughs> oh, suck up. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think. I think he proved himself in a way because everyone just sort of wrote. I feel like everyone wrote him off as like the third guy on that team, but. Yeah. yeah, I think to have a standout season is really impressive. 50, 40, 90, man, like, pff, like that's, well, how I don't know however many seasons has happened in NBA history, but like, like that, every single time someone gets 50, 40, 90, it's like, wow, this player had a 50, 40, 90 season. You texting me was the first time I heard of it. Yeah, yeah, right. And it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't a headline. That's like, the guy we're considering as the third best player. Yeah. 50, 40, 90 on 27 points per game. Incredible. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boston, you're fucked. Unless you're, you're unless you're, unless you're not a Nets fan, we're fucked. Goes for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say the Celtics players are going to be departed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! A mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> you know that scene in the Departed with it, where Alec Baldwin's like, "You want to smoke? Smoke? Yeah. You want these health freaks? Go fuck yourself." <laughs> yes. One of the great scenes. One of the great scenes. So funny. <laughs> oh man, we're we're almost derailing. <laughs> <laughs> almost. 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 Um, well, just up the road from uh, Boston, <laughs> Milwaukee. <laughs> um. Man, versus Miami. <laughs> this, I think this might actually be the series I'm the most excited for. Um, Julian Turner asked me in the middle of the week, "What's your what's your what's the matchup you can't miss in the first round?" I also said Milwaukee Miami. Yeah. 
And he said, what? They're both going to just choke away, <laughs> choke away leads <laughs> over the seven games. Um, yeah, I mean, because, okay, the, the series that really stand out for me, like Phoenix Lakers is going to be great because they're going to be two huge teams, but I don't think it's going to be super competitive. Um, yeah, I think this is just going to be such a competitive series. Like, yeah. um, yeah, like Milwaukee, I've, I, I do really rate Milwaukee higher than I do did last season not by a whole lot but by enough by a drew yeah by a drew holiday actually that's quite a lot (laughs) um but yeah like uh, jimmy butler's jimmy butler he's got the same basically the same crew of role players maybe i don't know if they've i don't know if it's really gotten better or worse yeah i don't think there's any way to tell yeah really off off of their season mm, the younger players have gotten a bit better bam's in a really good patch of form maybe they're losing a few you know nuts and bolts um, yeah, and I just think I just think it's a great matchup. Like <laughs> the finalists from last year finished sixth in the East and seventh in the West, and I think that has to do with yeah. it. injuries coming as a result of that trickle on effect of that having like a twenty day break before the season yeah, it was like started. Four days or something. <laughs> it gets shorter and yeah, shorter. They play the first game of the regular season before the last game of the finals. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Very, very good. Um, (laughs) I just don't think getting Drew makes Giannis a better three-point shooter. And I think Giannis' shot creation is still the thing that's going to be... That the the Bucks are going to live and die by. I got Miami winning in six. Really? Yeah. Shit, I have Milwaukee in seven. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I just... I think... I don't think Miami... uh, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I, I really I really don't know for this one. This one right. was so tricky for me. It was one of one or the other in seven for me. Yeah. Without a doubt. And I, I think the Bucks might just have a bit more momentum and have improved in the areas they need to more than Miami have. Fair. Um I would love to, I'd love to see Drew really go off offensively in a playoffs game like this. Same. Which this is the thing. For like one of the first times in his career with you know, Giannis getting a lot of attention, he might get an opportunity to get yeah. just so many open looks for himself yeah. and go like, I don't know, eight eight for 11 from three or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I hope so as well. I hope he does take more of an, like, an offensive role. I don't know if he will. Um, that's what I was going to ask. What do you think the matchups are going to be? Like, who's who do you who does Giannis defend? Who does Drew defend on, on, the, on, on the heat? Yeah, right. Um, I think... I think Drew defends Jimmy Butler. Yeah, same. I think he has to. Um, I think that's awesome. I think those might be the two sort of all-star on-ball defenders in the league mm. going at each other, which will be awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I think I still agree with what Dante said. Like, I don't I don't think you just put Giannis on Bam. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know who you put on. I don't know who you actually put on bam really it might be yeah. a bit situational rather than that yeah. i don't think it'll be a one-on-one sort of matchup situation i don't think we see many low Lop- lopez minutes no. this series no i think that um drew will i think G- jimmy will be guarded by drew if he's initiating the play and if he's off ball i think he'll be getting guarded by Giannis. Yeah. and <clears throat> i think jimmy is gonna <sighs> but jimmy won't really struggle like he'll find a way to impact the game even if he isn't scoring plus they have weapons like I just don't think, yeah, the Bucks have shown us in consecutive uh, post-seasons how, who they are. Mm. Uh, I think Drew changes that a little bit. PJ Tucker's not really getting minutes as their other addition. Um, and Miami showed us in their first year together last year that they made the finals. Mm. 
and I just think that yeah, this isn't these aren't teams you judge off the regular season. You have to judge them off playoffs of years past, and that's why I'm going Miami in six. Yeah, all right, cool. It's the first. It's the first round. I think the first round makes it trickier as well. I think having such a competitive matchup in the first round is a real blessing. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, we haven't seen the playoff form of either team because this is where they make their playoff form. Yeah, <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> but this is such. This is such a second round matchup for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> like this is what I expected one of the East, Eastern semifinals to be at the beginning of the season I oh, feel definitely. I, you would have been like yeah it'll be Bucks Miami no, neither of them are going to have a dominating enough season to be both in the conference finals yeah but yeah yeah yeah, I, I bucks bucks and seven. I really, I really think they can I really think they can pull it off this year but definitely going to be the best series easily funnest except se- for <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say funnest series Nike versus ATL. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm Dude, so excited. It's going to be so it's going to be so joyous and playful and it's got every single every single play is going to be put on an Instagram on some Instagram uh, uh, account. Dude, That's the word. I like Nick when the Knicks win in the garden I'm going to just Nick's hashtag on Twitter and just watch all the New Yorkers going absolutely <laughs> fucking mental. When the garden <laughs> was eating. getting a thousand COVID cases a day. <laughs> um, yeah, this series, man, like we were, we were just praying, crossing our fingers that the, oh, that the matchups... It's what we got what we asked place. for. And I don't even know why I want it. It's just, I know, no, I know I want it. It's so either of the Knicks or the Hawks can be one series away from a conference finals. Mm. And that they can get, like, yeah, they can win a playoff series, get spanked, and then reload next year with all of that experience. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, that's it. It's one of them making uh, it into the second round. But it's the Knicks. I fucking, I'm supporting the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going all in on following the Knicks in, in this series. Say like, what I- you will about the NBA or whatever. When the when the big market teams are good, it's good. It's so good. People care about it more. The media cares about it more. The Knicks jersey is cool to look at. <laughs> when the Knicks are good, when Julius Randle is hitting forty two percent from three, when Alfred Payton's the best point guard in the NBA, <laughs> Emmanuel quickly is fucking having this ridiculous rookie season. Ends up on <laughs> eleven point per game average, but it just seems like every time he plays, he drops twenty. Um, it's good, man. It's good. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to watch all these games and I don't even know what I'm looking for in these games. Like Mm. Milwaukee, Miami, I know exactly what I'm looking for. Who can possibly get to the NBA finals? With New York versus Atlanta, I'm thinking like, what are these players going to take from this moving forward? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'm not thinking... This is the other thing. I think it's going to be a really open series. I don't think it's going to be like, how do we nullify this threat? And how do we like, how do we compensate for that? I think it's going to be like, let's put all of our best players out there as much as possible and let them play fucking basketball. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and fuck, man! Like, what the Hawks? Did, the Hawks? Did they have the worst record last season? Like, yeah, I think so. The Hawks had the worst record last season. The Knicks were a write-off at the beginning of this year. Yeah, and they're fourth and fifth in yeah. the Eastern Conference. Man, awesome! It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> that is awesome. God, that's awesome. God, this is great. I don't think we said anything substantial about this matchup. It's just awesome. I don't think we've at yet. We haven't said anything about it. But why is it so awesome? This is what has caused the biggest reaction out of us, and we haven't said anything. It might, it might be getting to the bottom of the fourth cut and dry, actually. <laughs> Maybe fourth for you, mate. <laughs> um, what does that even mean? <laughs> 
if if you're like if you're sitting at home listening to this and you're just like studying or something wrong energy i want you i want you fucking jumping out of your seats like we are <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, um, if yeah, if if you have anything substantial to say about this playoff series, don't tell us. <laughs> this is the don't energy. Hear it. This don't is the energy hear it. we want to bring into the playoffs. Watching these two teams, <laughs> I can't believe how hyped up we are. <laughs> <laughs> like both itching. <laughs> I um, wet myself. <laughs> but who you got? <laughs> Nick's in five. I got Nick's in seven. Damn, you got to go in the distance. It's, every game's just gonna be a fucking flamethrower man like yeah they're just gonna be they're gonna be some of the funnest basketball of the year for yeah, sure definitely um yeah the hawks the hawks when they're playing good which they are this is the other thing they've both come in in such good fucking yeah, form good point they're just gonna be these absolute insane offensive threats uh the knicks d is gonna be working so fucking hard um mm. yeah and i now and now i'm actually talking about analysis i think that's where the knicks win <laughs> in, yeah in having like you know what I think is the best defense in the NBA, um, you know, when it when it at their best, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just going to be so much fun. Yeah, and that seeding battle of four, five, six was Knicks, uh, Hawks, Heat, and we were like, "Fuck, the Heat are going to finish fourth. Yeah. And then, yeah, as you said, good form going into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and I guess the Hawks have their guy in Trey Young, and the Knicks have their guy in Randall, but not really. You know, like they have so much coming from other angles and other directions and yeah it'll be yeah. oh yeah both of them I, that's like the Hawks starting five um, you know what you've got Capella who uh, actually just has stacks of playoff experience yeah weirdly <laughs> weirdly really weirdly but the, uh, the other four guys are all like what from their first to fourth seasons yeah. basically um, they're all guns but they're yeah. all just completely unblooded yeah um, and and yeah, I mean, and the Knicks, yeah, nobody on the Knicks has played playoff basketball in a while. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you that. Um, yeah, yeah, like you're gonna have RJ Barrett having a phenomenal game. You're gonna have Julius Randle having a phenomenal game. You're gonna have Trey Young having a phenomenal yeah. game. Uh, you know, like all three of those players could win a game by themselves. Yeah. basically in this series. I think yeah, you're gonna get the quickly quarter in every game. Maybe yeah. the, maybe six minutes, but I wanted to say quickly quarter because of the alliteration. <laughs> but don't tell anyone I said no, that. that. <laughs> yeah, Knicks down four with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter and quickly hits a three like yeah it'll it'll break the internet man <laughs> yeah and i actually kind of love that like it's not a passing of the torch but uh lou williams emmanuel quickly matchup Ooh. i don't i don't think that they know that they're like a, a whatever 20 year old version of a 20 and a 33 year old version of each other haven't googled that so don't quote me on that um yeah, I don't know if, if they've realized that, but that's what it's going to look like. Uh, that's sick. Yeah. That's the matchup there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, if you had told me at the start of the year, <laughs> Lou Williams would be on the Hawks <laughs> and Lemon Pepper Lou would be in Magic City. <laughs> so, the first game in Atlanta is on a Friday night. Do you think Lou Will takes IQ to the strip club afterwards? <laughs> Marco, before... <laughs> the night before on the Thursday night oh my god yeah but like it's a Thursday you can go to the strip club on a Thursday can't you what's it is it called Magic City yeah control shift N <laughs> I hope so <laughs> Magic City Thursday specials <laughs> oh 
no, no. What is this bullshit? Magic City? Oh, man. Magic City, Atlanta. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, you've broken, you've broken me. <laughs> wow, they don't have any specials. Yeah. Man, bum-ass nightclub. See, I told you, man. I told you. After. After the game. Nah, I reckon it's the, it's the night before, and then it's like... <laughs> Tibbs is like, quickly, get off of the bench. Get, you're, you're going in. And then Quick's like, oh, I don't know, coach. <laughs> <laughs> and Lou will just go... <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it could be before the... um Before game... Game four. Game four will be on... Oh, God. Game four is on Sunday afternoon. So, if Lou Will takes IQ to the strip club on Saturday night, he's out. <laughs> he's out. He's like, come on, man. Like, I'm going hard too. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be playing well tomorrow. <laughs> Dumping his he's shots having, into well, yeah, the, the water ice Water shots while he's having tequila shots. <laughs> so, for all these reasons, this is why this is going to be the funnest matchup. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Um, All right. Did you want to go through the whole bracket? I don't know. How, how do you feel about it? I don't know. We just kind of whipped this up like a minute before we, we started recording. All right. Just quickly quickly go through your uh, your bracket. All right. This is my bracket. I'm not married to it. I'm married to my first round matchups, but Utah-Memphis got Utah. Clippers-Dallas got Clippers. Denver-Portland got Denver. Phoenix-Lakers got Lakers. That turns in the second round. Utah-Clippers and Denver-Lakers. I got Utah and the Lakers. They then meet up in the conference fi- in the conference finals. <clears throat> then I got Lakers. Yeah, oh, sorry. I'll go through my west, uh, east. Uh, I'll just go to the second round. You've heard my picks. So I got Philly and the Knicks ending up in the second round together. Uh, Heat and Brooklyn. I have Philly and the Nets meeting in the conference finals, and then Brooklyn making the finals and Brooklyn beating the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so I have Utah Clippers. Denver Lakers in this uh, second round of the West. I have Clippers and Lakers winning. I have an all LA conference finals. I have the Lakers winning that. Um, I have Philly Knicks, Bucks, Brooklyn. It's Philly Nets. Uh, and it is Nets beating Philly in the conference finals for a Lakers, Brooklyn Nets finals matchup. Like we've probably been saying for the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> and. I have the Nets winning. Damn. Okay. So yeah. the only place we differ is you got the Clippers Lakers matchup in the conference finals, yeah. which I hope we get. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um. Yeah. I mean, I won't talk too much about like the Utah Clippers matchup, but I think they're the best equipped team to like break Utah's system and beat them. Yeah. In the West, apart from because the Lakers won't beat them by breaking their system, they'll beat them by LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, all right, cool. Let's end. The, uh, let's end. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Um, we'll be we'll be back on Wednesday morning with yeah. a regular episode after some playoff basketball. Yeah, been but played. we just had to get this in before the playoffs started. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, see ya. See ya. You've been listening to an episode of the Jeff Van Gundy NBA Tribute Show, hosted by Lucas Petridis and Marco Holden Jeffrey. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at JVG NBA Tribute Show and Twitter at JVG NBA. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one.